Unleashed and Inspired podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. The Engaged and Inspired podcast. Let's be honest, planning a wedding is tricky. And at Be Engaged and Inspired, we'll share our knowledge to help you navigate these tricky waters and leaving you feeling inspired. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome to Be Engaged and Inspired, the podcast. My name is DJ Sam from Atmosphere Productions, and I'm excited today. I'm excited. Not only is my co-host, uh, what's your name? Kia. <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> I can't seem here, to escape. But we have a very special guest. We do. And it's a man that needs no introduction. If you've lived in Connecticut for the last 30 years, you already should know his name. Mr. Jeff Ladd. Oh, thanks, Sam. Hi, Kia. Hi. <laughs> honored to be here. Uh, you won't be after I've uh, given you the bill for this. <laughs> no, no. Clearly, Sam has some dirt on you, and he's been waiting a long time to have you come in. Bring it on, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> well, for our little old podcast here, we decided to bring you in and interview you. We had a couple of musicians before, but I said to myself, I got to get Jeff Ladd, because if you've been to a nightclub, a bar, or a wedding within the last 30 years, you've run into Mr. Jeff Mm -hmm. And there is no other musician that I know of that can give his experience and give some great tips on weddings than Jeff Ladd. So here you are. Oh, geez. Thanks. (laughs) So before we get started, though, make sure you share your website, your social media links, things like that, just so that guests who are listening, you know. Know okay. how to find you. My company is Jeff Ladd DJ Plus. I'm a single owner operator. My website is jeffladdjplus.com. Uh, telephone number 860-667-7798. I mean, you can find me on Facebook, but that's okay. <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to. Right. Totally fine. And so how are you doing with all of this craziness that we've had over this last year of COVID. You know what? All things considered, Kia, I'm doing fine. You know, I feel so bad for so many of these, you know, so all my couples, whether it's, you know, taking these weddings, canceling them, moving them to a date in 2021. Yep. I'm sure, you know, we're all busy in oh, 2021. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Some have gone to 22 too. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I even had a wedding on a Tuesday. But I, I think the That's thing great. that I, I feel really compassionate about is that, um, as we all know, it's stressful for, for couples planning a wedding. And then you heap a pandemic on top of it. it mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, a, it's a stressful for vendors, too. I just want to sure. remind oh God, people yeah. of that, too. That oh, it's, you know. oh, yeah. It is. But you know what? All things considered, I have nothing to complain about. Awesome. I'm but, happy to be here. I'm healthy. But in the live musician industry, it's not as good. No. No, it's not. Because there are no events. There right. are no live yep. musicians, no mm-hmm. live shows all summer long. Right. Well, you know, during the summer, there were some, you know, that, that opened up the doors and said, you know what, we can have these oh, okay. outside concerts on the green. Okay. But living in New England, that's a little hard in December yeah. to, yeah, to yeah. open up on the green. You're going to be there yeah. by yourself. Summers, <laughs> summers, you know, for, for musicians were okay. Can't say great. Yep. By, obviously. Right. Clubs are, we're certainly Done. hurting, you know, yeah. nightclubs were, and restaurants as we know, but yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's a tough one. Well, we just wanted to check in and uh, get your 
side of uh, mm-hmm. uh, what this COVID-19 thing looks like. So I, I guess I've got to start from the very beginning. You were oh, born. <laughs> <laughs> you do not have to answer that. <laughs> yes. I was, I was just thinking of the Steve Martin. Uh, right. you know, I was born as a little black boy up in the woods. <laughs> I was born a poor black child, right? <laughs> but seriously, folks. Yes. What got you into, uh, I know you, you were a musician as a, uh, as a teenager, but how did you get into playing with bands? I, I know the story, I know, but okay. please relate. Well, you know, when I was a kid, my my first idol was Mickey Mantle. And I loved playing baseball, but, you know, I, I wasn't that good. You know, I knew I was not going to make it in the major league. And, you know, but then my next idol, I, it was really February 9th, 1964. You, I, you remember the date specifically. I, absolutely. You know, it was when the Beatles were on Ed Sullivan. Uh, yeah. And... I was a little kid and my just my jaw dropped. I said, "Oh my gosh. What what was this? What is this? <laughs> All these girls are screaming at him. This is great. You know, the music was cool. They're, you know, the long hair, every everything about it." And I said, "If I can if I can do this, this would make my life complete." And uh, you're not the only one who who said that. Yeah. You know, I mean, oh, but how do you go from that to realizing that you can, you know, actually <laughs> play an instrument because like my parents had high hopes they handed me a violin and took it away from me very quickly oh yeah so same <laughs> with me with the guitar yeah. well what the hell are you doing kid yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, my sister played the violin and, and especially at the beginning a violin is a tough instrument when, when ears are bleeding it, they oh, were like we're out we're my, out my, my dad would come home from work my sister would say dad you want to hear me play a song and my dad would say sure play far far away and, and she would play long long ago thinking dad you know see <laughs> But anyway, I, you know, I started with the clarinet, but clarinet just really for, uh, it wasn't that cool of an instrument. No, not and really. So, you know, everybody wanted a... No offense to clarinet players. No, 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 none taken. <laughs> no, no. You, know, you know, as far as bands, everybody wanted to be either the guitar player or the drummer. Nobody wanted to play the bass. And Paul McCartney was the bass player. Yeah, I think yeah. It's only got four strings. How hard can it be? I mean, it was a challenge, but, you know, I really took to it, and I, I, I just loved it. And then fast forward, my senior year in high school, I decided that I wanted to be, I wanted to be a music major. Uh, I was thinking that if if I can't make it as a live musician, I can be a music teacher. So cool. I went to, oh, went okay. to Hart College of Music, oh, wow. and as a woodwind major, you know, clarinet, even though I wasn't crazy about the instrument, was my main instrument, which really helped me for the saxophone. Oh, cool! Yeah, yep. because the the embouchure of the of the of the clarinet and saxophone are similar, and the fingerings are are similar. And um, I think it was in. 1998 that uh when i was djing I, I just had that light bulb moment you know and you know i know you've had marty q yeah. on on the show and, yeah. and what a what a great player and i remember hearing him and saying wow that, that's awesome and man maybe i could do something like yeah. that i yeah. not, i don't know if i'll be as good as him but <laughs> i can i yeah. can give this a shot right so i picked picked up the soprano saxophone and just really bonded with the instrument right away so that's a new thing i i thought you always played it um, when I was in junior high school, I played the tenor saxophone, but very briefly. Gotcha. But but again, Sam, because the the clarinet, even though I was proficient on the instrument, the transition from clarinet to saxophone wasn't that difficult. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so go back to '64. Uh, how did you get into playing in bands in clubs? How did that? 
tell that story. Okay, well, you know, I was a, a, a kid from Long Island, and it was basically, you know, high school garage bands. <laughs> and, um, you know, we played, you know, some of the, the sock hops. And, uh, a group of kids from yeah, high school. From high school. Right. And um, I don't know that people know what a sock hop is. <laughs> well, you probably should explain that. That's true. Well, you know, just basically, just teenage, let me just say this, teenage dances. Okay. Yes. You know, yeah. There yep. we go. At the school gym. At the school gym, yep. right. On a Friday night. Yep. From... Sadly don't exist, at least last year. <laughs> right. My poor, teen, my poor high schooler who was looking forward to them. Does not have them. And, and back then, bands were were the thing. Yeah. The thing, yeah. You know, unlike yeah. today, yep. And uh, you know, and that's how I got my start. And the bass, you know, I just I was just glued to that instrument. Right. I just loved it. And then when I went to college, even though I was playing the the clarinet, I was able to get into a band uh, that we did a lot of Chicago and Blood, Sweat, oh, and Tears. Okay. It was a horn band. Yes. And um, you know, had a great time doing that. And then. It was my senior year in college that the band Tire Biter was forming. And I was really the last one to join. The drummer uh, said that uh, they're looking for a bass player. And I'm thinking, eh, this will be a nice part-time thing. And um, I remember student teaching, getting up early in the morning, and then playing till the wee hours of oh. the morning. You know, like, and we were doing seven nights a week. Do you remember the dial tone lounges? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there was work to be had all the time. Right. And, you know, I was so tired. And I'm thinking like, okay, look, I'm either going to be a teacher or I'm going to be a, a musician. I can't do both You can't right do both. Now. It's just going to be tough. Did you tell us how you got into Tire Biter? Yeah. I, uh, how, you got to tell how you got the audition. Okay. That, that's oh. that's an interesting story. You, you're missing the best bit. Oh, all right, right. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to keep something secret, Sam. <laughs> you know, I was so immersed with classical music up until that time, and but I, I wanted to play the bass. And so the band is asking me, well, Jeff, we're going to do these songs. Do you know them? I go, mm, no, I don't, but I'll learn them. Uh, do, you know, do you know this song by the Doobie Brothers? Mm, no, I don't know that one, but but I can learn it. How about this one by Steely Dan? Mm, <laughs> no, but I'll learn it. I didn't know any of the songs. I'm just amazed that they actually took me in. I, I went home that weekend. At least you were honest. Yeah, I went home with a stack of albums, Kia and Sam, like this high, just, you know, just dropping the needle on the record because that's all you could yeah, do back then. Back, yeah. And just, you know, like scratching up these records wow. and learning the tunes. And by the grace of God, I don't I don't know how they... they but see, know. that means you had a musical ear. That's what my father well, used yeah, to say. Yeah, if you can yeah. play something from hearing it, you... Right, and I'm a nice guy too. <laughs> <laughs> so that that helped. So you joined Tire Biter, and this was in the mid seventies. Uh, yep, mid seventies. Yep. And throughout the seventies and eighties, uh, if if you didn't go to a a bar or a nightclub and see a Tire Biter, you you didn't live in Connecticut. It was they were literally everywhere. You know, it it was a a real roller coaster ride. We've had periods of times where we were we had. A lot of popularity, yeah. and then we'd go to certain areas where, you know, people didn't know us. But yep. you know, like slowly, we we built up a really nice following, and uh, you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I mean, right. what a great experience it was! And and then in the late eighties and nineties, you started doing weddings. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Now you start doing weddings as the band, or do you start doing yeah. weddings yeah. as like a DJ? Yeah, we uh, we actually we started with a, an offshoot of Tire Biter, a trio, and then 
eventually we we brought the whole band in doing doing weddings Mm -hmm. and you know in the heyday we were doing you know friday two on saturday and sunday oh yeah i I remember aquaturf yeah we used to play back to back you know that's how i met jeff was that he was playing in one room i was playing in the other and usually at the end of the night we all come together hey get introduce each other that's right that's right that's that's how it it all started so we're gonna take a little break and uh we're gonna come back and discuss what you actually do at these weddings because it's fascinating oh thanks be engaged and inspired we'll be right back Heidi Hansen photography fun happy a little unorthodox sometimes silly with lots of candid hi this is Heidi from Heidi Hansen photography www.heidihansenphotography.com I like being goofy with my couples making them laugh and overall just having a blast on their wedding day every wedding day is different and that is what keeps my job super awesome I service Connecticut and New York you can find me on www.heidihansenphotography com and also on social media. Engage CT offers couples the opportunity to work with experienced wedding planners, one-of-a-kind wedding venues, along with design and wedding rentals. We plan real weddings for real couples. Located in West Hartford, serving all New England, look us up on Facebook and Instagram under EngageCT and www.engageCT.com. 2020 is almost over. Are you sure? Because it doesn't feel like it's getting there. Oh, I know. It's been a year, hasn't it? It's been a year of COVID and it disrupted the entire wedding industry. It certainly has. And the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast has been there guiding you through the changes. This holiday season, we'd like to say thank you to you, our listeners, who continue to support our little podcast. We'd also like to thank our sponsors for their continuing support because they are the foundation of what we do each week. Thanks also to all of the doctors, nurses, hospital support staff, first responders, mail carriers, package delivery services, warehouse workers, and everyone in the service industry. No matter how you celebrate this holiday season, we offer you peace, joy, and our best wishes we want it to be filled with good health happiness and spectacular success and listen in the new year for awesome new episodes new features and special guests all right here on the be engaged and inspired podcast happy holidays when your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music be fun organized and professional your choice has to be atmosphere productions djs live musicians custom lighting and photo booths as seen on the tlc tv series four weddings Winner of the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com. That's www.atmosphere-productions.com. Hello, I'm Karen Thomas, your Connecticut etiquette expert, and you can find me at www.ctetiquette.com. And I listen to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast every single Wednesday. And you know what? It's free on Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts. Hi, I'm Jeff Ladd, DJ and saxophonist, providing the classic elegance of live music along with the versatility of a professional DJ. I'll mix it up with live saxophone during your ceremony, cocktail hour, and dinner. Then, as your MC and DJ, we'll get everyone on the dance floor. Impress your guests with live music and a DJ. You can have it all. Jeff Ladd, DJplus.com. Sam, when it comes to finding the right professional vendor, it can seem overwhelming to know where to start. It can, Kia, unless you use EasyEventPlanning.com because they'll find perfect vendors for your event within your budget and deliver them right to your inbox. You can search through over 28 categories of party and wedding services. Get the details you need to narrow down your choices quickly with their category-specific profiles. Chat with vendors via text, audio, or video from any device. 
EasyEventPlanning.com will make planning your wedding or event easy from their extensive vendor directory to their free tips on favors, decorations, themes, and more. Contact them today at EasyEventPlanning.com. What up, what up, what up? I'm Shadell. And I'm Lauren. And we're from the Page and the Simpsons podcast. We cover relationship topics, news, and current events from an interracial couple's perspective. These conversations can get a bit crazy, but it's all in good fun, love, and conversation. You can catch us every Tuesday wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Bye. Social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Now, back to Be Engaged and Inspired podcast, sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome back to Be Engaged and Inspired. I'm still here with Sam, not that anybody cares. And I'm here with Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) So you are just about to explain to us what you do at weddings and why Sam finds it so fascinating, which I'm sure everybody else will too. Well, I don't know if it's so fascinating, but... Well, it's different. It it is, uh, you know, it is... It is different. And I really feel that I've created a, a nice niche, niche for my... Yes. Yeah. Yep. You know, I started DJing in uh, back in the 80s. And Did you carry your stuff with you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Load the, in was a whole different oh, term. Albums oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. big DJ coffin. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, and the reason why I got into the, the the DJ business is that the band decided that we wanted to cut back, go part time, and my wife and I we were actually ready to have a son, mm-hmm. and I wanted some extra income, and the um, the guys in the band, some of the the lead singers were that played instruments were going out as solo artists. Now, me as a bass player and one who sings harmony, I was the front man. For uh, you know, up for the band. Right. People would still ask me, Jeff, how come you don't sing lead? And I would say, you know, my biggest contribution to the band is that I don't, don't sing, sing lead. lead. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I I felt that, you know, I looked at some of the DJs in the area and say, I think I can do this. Mm-hmm. So I got into the, into the business as just a DJ uh, and, you know, doing clubs and then decided to get into the wedding business being, you know, like the, having the experience with the band, taking that experience and, uh, you know, what translating is- it to uh, as a DJ, being a DJ and MC. Then in the, I would say, as I said, I think the late 90s, I decided to add the soprano saxophone and then later the alto saxophone. So when you say adding it in, like, what are you just like playing music and holding it up in the air? Or like, you know, how, how okay. are you incorporating it? All right, so Kia, I, um, I've got these wonderfully produced tracks and then I play on top of it. Okay. You know, with, you know, so, so great background tracks. And, um, so I've got a band or an orchestra playing behind me that never makes a mistake. It's just me. I have to worry about <laughs> And it's, and it's really worked out well. Um, the first time that I did it, you know, being a bass player and being kind of in the background, it was a very, very comforting thing mm-hmm. when you're surrounded with other guys. The you have a first, place to hide. The first time I stepped out 
and played the soprano. I am, I was so nervous. And I'm like closing my eyes saying, please don't anybody look at me. Don't look at me. (laughs) And you know, they're all looking at you. Right. (laughs) But now I feel very comfortable doing it. And I just absolutely love it. And so what I do is for the ceremony, a half hour before the ceremony starts, because you know, Sam and Kia, that it's just so nice and inviting to have that, that nice backdrop of music. Because it gets people to the right place. Yep, Exactly. And I've got a nice repertoire of songs that really work well for that time Mm -hmm. when, when people are finding their seats and then, uh, you know, there's the ceremony and they have their option. Now, as a musician and a DJ, I really try to bring out the best of both worlds. So during the ceremony, if they want the original recording or one of the many recordings of Pachelbel's Canon, they can have it. If they want me playing the saxophone to a, a nice romantic version of Can't Help Falling in Love or Perfect by Ed Sheeran, um, they can have that as well. Or a Kenny G song. I do think live music for ceremony, especially sometimes, it, it helps get things started. Like, it, I just feel like it's like that royal. It can start. give it, yeah. <laughs> it, it can give it a nice little lift. Yep. But I, I leave that option to them. As far as transitioning into cocktail hour, I like to you know mix it up. Now some instead of being just for cocktail hour playing the saxophone throughout the whole cocktail hour as a musician and again as a dj why not you know add in frank sinatra as frank you know with yep. frank sinatra or yep. michael buble or if they're a country fans you know throw in you know zach brown you know like and and just add those but then just go back and forth so and as a sax player instead of being the jazz guy during cocktail hour I'm not a jazz guy. I'm always looking. I still hate jazz. I have not changed my opinion since that. the last I, time we discussed I it. I heard you say that to <laughs> one of your other podcasts. Yeah. Like everybody's playing something different. But anyways, we'll, we'll go back to. So now you're playing, you're adding it in. So you're saying as a saxophone, it's not just, it's not jazz. Uh, no, I am always, Kia, I'm always looking for those songs that are, the melodies are so recognizable mm-hmm. and so strong that they can hold up without lyrics. Mm-hmm. So songs like, uh, the Bocelli song, mm-hmm. you know, Conte Portiere, yeah. uh, Hallelujah, yep. um, Your Smiling Face by uh, James Taylor, yep. or Let's Stay Together by Al Green, a nice romantic song. You know, it's so recognizable and it and it, it lends itself to be a nice song for cocktail hour or ceremony or during the dinner time. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And that's one of those things where, you know, people sometimes think that they, they can't get the best of both worlds but in a lot of ways with you you are getting the best of both worlds where you are getting that personal touch of like live music and you're still getting the dj and for you i'm sure not that it's necessarily easier but it does allow you a little bit more freedom to you know like you said if you were in the band and doing four weddings in a weekend if you lost your voice by the next weekend you were sort of in trouble yes here you have the at least the ability to juggle it a little bit better and right you know there, you're, you're absolutely right. There's more flexibility. With weddings, we have to be flexible. You have to be. That's for sure. Pivot. Yeah. Pivot. Oh, Pivot. gosh. You know, mm-hmm. in weddings, there's just so many, there's so many moving parts to a wedding, you yeah. know, and yeah. you really do have to be flexible. So I, later on in the evening now, we get to dinner and dancing. Mm-hmm. You can take care of that 
as well with the sax and sprinkle some yeah, DJ you know, music in. During during dinner time, Sam, I like to I like to, you know, still continue with the saxophone. But again, I don't want to beat people over the head with the saxophone. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, I, that I, is not a good sales right. pitch. No, right. no. So, you know, I, I, I mix it in with, especially, you know, if the bride and groom have their playlist. And obviously, these are songs that are not going to work on the dance floor. It's going to be like sticking the pencil in the fan, yeah. Yeah. you know, but will um, work during the dinner time. Mix that in, mix a saxophone song in, mix this in, you know, do a, a song from, you know, Over the Rainbow during right. dinner. or. Right. And and I always look for not only songs that have strong melodies, but songs that have a, a really nice mass appeal. For example, and I, and I use this as a footnote, right be, right as the, the dinner entrees come out, I'll play this song, uh, the Andre Bocelli song that was made, I, I say there's a footnote to this song, it comes from the most popular movie of all times, mo- most popular romantic movie of all times. Yes. Step Brothers. And, oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, they're thinking, you know, oh yeah, Will Farrell singing singing that song, you know, the Catalina wine mixer. And so here you're hitting the younger folks mm-hmm. and the grandparents right. like the song too. So right. it's well right. played with no pun intended. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh yeah, you're welcome, Sam. <laughs> I'm here all week. <laughs> so as far as the different instruments you can play at a uh, at a wedding is is the sax and the clarinet the only two that you specialize you know, I in I don't bring out the clarinet okay uh, I kind of retired that instrument oh, okay. but I do have a soprano sax mm-hmm. and an alto sax okay and you know as as I said before that you know my voice as a singer I was never crazy about mm-hmm. but I feel like the saxophone is my voice but the two have distinct sounds right. as yeah. you as you know yep um and I'll look for, you know, this song will lend itself better to the alto. This song will send, lend itself better to the soprano. Yep. My youngest once tried to play saxophone, but it involved him getting up super early when he was in elementary school and having to go to the middle school. Mm-hmm. And that box was way bigger than him. So it didn't last very long because he doesn't he exactly have that yeah. musical ear, but... <laughs> Yeah. So as we're wrapping this up, because it's the holidays, we're going to play some stuff in the background, courtesy of our very good friend here, Jeff. And you play so wonderfully, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. You're too kind, Sam. <laughs> so what's your website again? Uh, it's Jeff Ladd, DJ Plus, and that's spelled P-L-U-S, not the plus sign, P-L-U-S dot com. Okay, everybody can go there. And you have videos up there, right? I just yes. saw you did a new video that's fantastic out uh, on the beach there. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, you know, I've got another one. In fact, um, uh, a guest that you've had here, uh, Matt Van Ness from yes, MD yes, yep. Productions. Yes. Yeah, he, he uh, did that. We're just finishing up. I'm, I can't wait to uh, start mixing this and seeing what Matt comes up with. But we did a, a version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Oh, oh cool. That's going to be nice. And uh, it's got special meaning to me, uh, okay, that so, song. So you can go to the website and you can uh, check that out. Yes. Thank you, Jeff. And as always, thank you, Sam. See you next week. And remember, you can download <laughs> us for free and subscribe on Apple iTunes and Google Podcasts and anywhere else where you listen to your podcast. Please remember, if you have a question that you'd like us to uh, cover, please send us an email at engagect at gmail.com and come back every single Wednesday because we're always here. And don't forget, be positive, test negative. (laughs) The Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by easyeventplanning.com who make planning any event fast and easy. easyeventplanning.com 
Produced and copyrighted by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut.